Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Gleam Radio with me, your host, Phoebe Jones. Today is episode three, and you know what that means. We have a brand new special guest with us today on Talking with Friends Wednesday. Please welcome none other than one of my greatest famous friends. She is currently the hippest queen on the scene. Please welcome singer, songwriter, and activist, Chelsea Links. Hi, Phoebe. How are you? Hi, how are Hi. you, sweetheart? I'm doing great. How are you? I mean, it's been so long. It's been so long since we last talked. When, really when did has. we speak last? Um, possibly like in person. That probably have to be a couple weeks ago. Right. I yeah. mean, I, I FaceTimed you. I think two weeks ago in my release. Yes, I know. It's I was, been a while. I, it has been a while. So, let's talk about a little more about um your release. So. Your third studio album has come out. Wow, with time has flied. It seemed like the last album, your first album, Hollow, came out. How would you say um, Hollow? Um, how would you say Hollow is different to Patterns in a way? Um, well, they're both really different writing-wise. I mean, both of them have a lot of different meanings. Um, Hollow also goes from heartbreak, just like Patterns, but it's in a different way. Not as rough as Patterns is. Um, but sound-wise, definitely a lot different, you know, and patterns, I try to go for that poppy sound, you know, that pop girly sound. <laughs> mm. And for hollow, I just wanted to, you know, go smooth, start acoustic. I didn't really want to go all out for my first record. I mean, to be honest, I didn't really know what I was going to do in the future because, mm -hmm. you know, I was a brand new artist. I had no clue what I was doing. But I mean, now, since I have experience in this industry, I felt like, I knew what I want to do now. I know what I'm going to do. And I mean, yeah. But the differences between the album probably have a lot to do with the sound. Definitely. Mm -hmm. They're you, both were like the you, were, you were in a very different headspace when you wrote <laughs> Hollow, right? Yes. It was a different time of my life. Mm -hmm. um, how would you say, looking back at the record, Hollow, what would you say is, do you have any regrets? Do you have anything you wish you would have said? Do you feel like you said everything you wanted to say on that record? Um, definitely. Yeah. I mean, though, that album is definitely focused on what I went through. I mean, not all of it, most of it. I'm going to be honest, there's people that help me on that album. But on most of it, it is personally me. Um, mm -hmm. Everything I don't regret at all. And yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, I think when when we write about our trauma, and we write about stuff that's happened to us that's very deep and meaningful. I feel like sharing it with other people is really, yes. um, is really important because it, really lifts it, it shows that other people have, it shows that even the, the listener has gone through something similar like the you, cause you don't know and you don't know anyone's pain. You yeah. know, when you, sometimes I like, my mom has told me that sometimes you can't throw stones at glass houses because you may you might be too far from from them, Definitely. or you might not even be close. You know, you don't yeah. know what someone's going through, and I think that's really important. Now, um, your transition into your second album was a very shocking thing for the world to see because <laughs> we expected to see more acoustic hits, more stuff that was slow. Um, how do you think? What made you want to go into into traditional pop? Um, um, as a new artist, I, if you want me to be honest, I mean, when I came to the scene, I was definitely confused. I really did not know what was, um, how, 
how would I say it? I really did not know what was popular at that time, you know? Um, mm -hmm. I just left the group at that time. I was going through a lot. <laughs> I was in the studio 24-7. And I thought with this album, it would kind of give an introduction to me. But I guess it wasn't as successful as I thought. It wasn't really properly executed, which is completely fine. I mean, every mm -hmm. artist's debut doesn't go as well. That's normal. Yeah, yeah that's um, so true. Yeah. But, you know, the reason why I chose to do traditional pop is because I felt like I had potential in that sound and my label SAG also recommended mm. it to me. They told me I should do it. I mean, you were not a part of this, Phoebe. I know you are the CEO, but <laughs> yeah, you were not a part of this. There's other people that also own the company. And, there are um, other divisions of our, yeah, of our amazing staff there at SAG. Shout out to them. <laughs> They're that's amazing. Actually, yes. That's actually where I am right now. I'm at SAG right now. <laughs> Um, so let's, let's talk a little bit about more about your writing process. Oh, hold on. Writing... I did not finish. Um, sorry. Uh, oh, that's about, fine. Yeah. About my, um, transition to, tra tra I can't talk, traditional pop. Um, the reason why I chose to do it is because as I said, my team and the CEOs at SAG definitely thought I could maybe work with it. And they also saw a lot of potential in me and mm -hmm. within my voice, because many people say I have a really strong voice and with pop music, I can oh, yeah. really lift up my career. So I just went along with it, but they definitely made me try a lot of new things, you know, and I also did not expect the amount of success that I've gotten that year. I mean, it was a complete surprise to me and I will forever be grateful for everything that has happened during the So Good era, especially in Breathe, really great, really great moments in my career. And I think it was the right um, choice for me. It definitely yeah. helped me out. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so a lot now. Um, your tradition to pop had a bit of a transition, as we all know. I think you know you had <laughs> um a small transitional phase, yeah. known as the the coveted breathe EP. Now, a lot of our fan questions, which we'll get to later in the episode, revolve around this EP. But what can you tell us about the writing process of this? Um, the writing process for breathe was definitely a really great creative experience for me. Whenever I write, it could either be relaxing, it could either be relief, relieving. Um, it could be many different things. And for Breathe, I definitely learned a lot from producing to writing. And I felt like in that project, I gave all of me into that. So it was really, it was a really great time. Um, definitely re really relaxing too and really relieving. And I had amazing people help me with that project. So it was really fun. I mean, it's quite smart, really. You were combining stuff that um, you were combining your first debut album sound, first meaning, like your meaning yes. of your debut, and you were combining it with your new pop that you slowly transitioned you into So Good, which is another amazing album that lots Thank of fans so um, enjoy. Um, what made what um, what was the writing process behind that? For So Good, um, mm -hmm. the So Good album, it also, you know. It was also based on my experiences too. I mean, almost on every album that I have or I will release, it always has to do with me. I mean, there will be some tracks on there that wouldn't make sense, but almost everything on the album will always be about me or will be based on me. And what's so good, um, the writing process was also a big learning experience for me. I mean, as a new artist, I was not amazing at writing. I learned within time. And I mean, it was it was a really great learning experience for me. For So Good, I got to be really creative with songs with like So Good. I mean, I got to learn 
how to do rhymes um, with I Would Like, really fun, mm-hmm. um, too good for me. It was, I mean, all the tracks, I can name many tracks on there that I definitely got to learn a lot about and I got to write a lot about based on my life. I mean, it, it was super fun. Um, writing So Good was an absolute experience. Also, it took me a lot of time. It's a 16-track album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lots of time. And it was great. I mean, I wrote every single track on that album, by the way. And mm-hmm. it was really fun. Um, by the way, if you want to shamelessly plug, so good. Just by the way, if you want to go to Chelsea's link tree in her bio, so good is available there on her Spotify oh, thank account. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, so, Chelsea, there is something we have in common that I think you know and I know. You have had the pre- pleasure of working with Ariana Grande, just yes. like I have. When I, you know, I, I did, I did Don't Call Me Angel with her. Um, and you worked with a special remix that a lot of fans were very puzzled about. I, I know I would have avoided asking fan questions right now, but we'll just make an exception for Louise from, Al- from, from uh, New Orleans. She asks, Chelsea, we wanted a video so bad for this <laughs> song. Where did, it, what, ha- what happened? Oh, wow. Um, I've been asked this before by my close friends. <laughs> a um, lot of I'm sure a lot of fans have wondered too yes um, so this one's for you was gonna have a video and so was the remix uh, it was an amazing video by the way it was I I hooked up the choreographer with me you know we mm-hmm. got to learn the dance moves um, I the director completely stepped in I did not mm-hmm. even have to hire one they just stepped in of course <laughs> um, you know it, it was you're working yeah, of course. It was with Ariana Grande, the Ariana Grande. Of course. I don't blame them. <laughs> right, um, I don't blame them either. I would have stepped in too. Um, but, you know, we had so many plans. And, oh, Ariana, she is the sweetest person ever. I mean, she has so much humor. She has so much light in her. And she's so mature too. I mean, working with mm-hmm. her was so much fun. I got to be in the studio with her when she recorded her vocals. She sounds so beautiful. Mm-hmm. But let me continue with the music video. Um. We were on set. I remember we had almost everything done. We were halfway there. Um, we didn't get to the dance scenes yet, but we did get the scenes of our solos. And it was really fun. You know, I got to join in the makeup room with Ariana, get to talk with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, had ideas of what to do together in the music video. And the reason why it got canceled is because, um, long story short, but Ariana had many things to do. And so did mm-hmm. I. And we, I don't think we were in the position to start recording that music video yet. Exactly. As These you know, because happen. Ariana had many things in her bag. I mean, she was working on Rain On Me, by the way. She was um, doing bad. I don't know if you guys knew, but I did know about Rain On Me before it was even a thing. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, Ariana spoke to me about working with Gaga. That's, that's mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was so amazing to work with her. I and mean, even to work on the music video with her, it was completely amazing. Um, I wish we would have released it. And with Andrew, DJ Phoenix, he was also going to be in the music video. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was a really fun time getting to work with her and the and in the music video set. But it sadly did not get released because we had many things in our hands. Same with Ariana; she was the most busiest out of all of them, out of all of us, my bad. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why it did not get released. I mean, I would love to continue it, but I feel like it's too late. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, that's uh, that definitely answers a lot of people's question. 
Um, all right. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about another collaboration that um, happened with Selena Roberts called My Queen. Um, <laughs> with Ear Candy. Um, um, what? Now, I asked Selena about this, but I didn't hear your side of the story. All right. About Ear Candy. Um, ear Candy was so much fun. You know, Selena is my bestie. She is mm -hmm. she's my partner in crime. We were never this close as we are today. Um, you know, I got to meet her when I signed in with SAG. <laughs> it was a complete different experience compared to how we interact with each other now. But, you know, working with her at that time in my career was an honor too because Selena is so successful. I mean, mm -hmm. she is a platinum recording artist. Almost all of her albums were at least in the Billboard Top 10, 200. And, you know, it's crazy. It's really an honor to collaborate with her because, as, as I said, she's really successful in this community and in this industry. And in my side of the story, I'm actually the one that came up with the song. Um, mm. I had so much interest in collaborating with her. And me and my team reached out. Um, we decided to talk with her. And she surprisingly accepted it. And that's when we started to get close. Mm -hmm. and I think I think the was, song is um, really interesting. It's such a sound that's very fresh and that's it's such definitely. a clean. It's such a very clean song. Like there's there's a lot of songs out there that are very clean, but I feel like Ear Candy is definitely one of them. I mean, before Ear Candy, me and her were still friends, but like when we started to record Ear Candy, mm -hmm. it was that's when we started to really you know become besties as we are right now. Like right now, we are like besties, like. Till the day we die. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but, you know, uh, she is so sweet. I love her. She's a genius. Her Queen of Me album, Album of the Year, don't get me started. Um, she is a genius. She's so beautiful, too. Um, of course, you're also on BFF. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Selena has told me that you guys reportedly shot a video for this song. Yes, we did. Which I'm sure a lot of people can't wait to hear. Um, all I can say is that it's a really experimental and a really... Um, self-explanatory video. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it will definitely point out a lot of things. Um, well, not so many things, but it will show a lot of risky things that I have to do. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I honestly don't care. I had loads of fun during that music video set, so. Right. Yeah. Um, when when exactly are we expected to see this video? Um, you know, uh, I have not been updated on this yet. Selena and her team are in charge of the video. Mm -hmm. I honestly don't know. I mean, my team also takes part when it comes to collaborating with Selena. So they haven't really updated me yet, and I have not asked yet because <laughs> I completely mm -hmm. I completely forgot. I had many things going on. So You know, I and she's also yeah. really busy and taking she's time all, yeah, with things. Yeah, she's also really busy. I mean, she's she knows, the busiest she's woman very, I know in my, yeah. in my number list. Yeah. She's very strategic, like one of the most, most strategic persons I've ever met. Like she knows exactly what she's doing. Like yes, when she's going to drop a song, she knows that it's like a perfect time for her. Definitely. And such like that. So she knows. It could be, yeah. knowing her could be a couple weeks, a little days. That's why, that's why it took me so long to get close to her because like me and her were not that connected in my first time in my career. Like during my first few weeks or maybe even the first year that I joined the industry, I wasn't so close with her as I am now. And my career is only two years old, so it shows a lot. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, uh, it was so much fun to collaborate with her. I love her so much. 
Yeah, she's she's an amazing person. Yeah. Okay, so let's get started on our Q&A, like we promised. So let's start with the first question. Are you ready? Yep. Okay, so first question is from Miriam from Washington, D.C. She asks, um, Chelsea, <clears throat> would you ever be down for collaborating or, or working with Savvy any time in the future? Yes. Um, wow, I have not talked with Savvy in so long. Oh, my God. Neither I, have to give her, I really have to give her a call. Okay, um, yes, I will definitely collaborate with her. It's just Savvy is... Safi is really busy too. I mean, not to mm -hmm. like, not to get to that topic again, but she's a really busy woman. Definitely. Mm -hmm. She's really busy. She was on she tour is... last year and it was so hard to communicate with her. But yeah, I mean, I would definitely work with her again. She is, she's such a good rapper. Like I heard a podcast, I, I heard her podcast, baby. Mm -hmm. And you, with Kat and you talked about Savvy and you talked about how she can create a rap like in yes. five, 10 minutes. And that's completely true. I mean, She's a genius. She's also you guys so working funny. on working on body. What was that like? Oh, that was so much fun. I got so excited when when my team told me that Savvy approved. That was a pretty big so song. Excited. Yes, it was. I mean, it was so much fun. The music video that was the funnest funnest experience of my life when doing of music course. videos. So and I much think fun. I, I think you should be proud looking at a video like that because you won Video of the Year at the VH1 Awards, right? Yes, and the VMAs too. I mean, it was, it was a really big success in my career. Um, mm -hmm. I did not expect that to happen whatsoever. Me and Savvy will always look at that as a treasure in our on each other's career. And we will always appreciate the fact that we got to work with each other. I mean, hopefully it happens again. So, you know, that's her. That's also, we have two collabs, I think. Outstanding mm -hmm. and Body. So hopefully in the future we will get more done i would love to i mean whenever she's down but yeah i, I would definitely collaborate with her she's such mm -hmm. a genius i love her all right so let's answer the next question this is from um this is uh from uh fatima and um in new york she says um would you ever collaborate with daniel again <laughs> yes um I don't know if I should say this, but I think you won't mind. Uh, we have a collaboration coming up soon. It mm -hmm. will be released this year. Uh, but, you know, yes, we will have, I, I will definitely collaborate with them sometime with my own song. Surprisingly, you know, when we released Rolling With You, it, didn't, it was not that talked about as I expected. And mm -hmm. I looked in fan accounts, you know, I looked in most of, I looked into Twitter and I looked into my fan base and Rolling With, Rolling With You was actually in your least favorite. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it, it, you know, that's fine. I mean, it's completely fine. That's their opinion. But it was really shocking to me because, you know, my first collaboration with Daniel, <laughs> I expected some, you know, like something. It, it was really exciting for me. So I wish it really got, you know, love. But that's people's opinion. I completely respect them. So, mm -hmm. yeah. But working with him was also really fun. And he's such a kind man um i would definitely work with him again and we do have a song together coming soon so stay tuned mm -hmm. um this next question comes from felicia in new south dakota she asks um i really like patterns where do you see yourself on the trail of writing your next record that's a really great question i've never been asked this um so can you repeat it again how i see myself she asked 
basically, I think this question is asking, um, how do you, where, where, where are your next endeavors when it comes to writing your next album? My next like, what? Sorry. Your next album. My next album? Okay. Um, my next steps for writing my next album? Um, crap, I, you know, to be honest, I really don't know. Um, to be honest, I, this question can mostly be answered with a lot of answers. It really could, but right now, I'm not really focused on my next record, but I do have some ideas for it. I do know the sound that I want to go for, and, you know, I have many ideas, to be honest. And for the writing process, it will definitely take some time. It will, definitely. I have an idea for the track list. I have an idea for the sound, of course, as I said. Mm -hmm. And it will definitely take a long time. It will. Um, I do know exactly what... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why okay. I said that. But yeah, yeah, basically, that's it. Um, I know the sound. I know the track list. But I don't know what I'm going to write about. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. This next one is from Ashley from Wyoming. She asks, um, Chelsea... Do you ever feel um, like you will be able to perform or, or open another show again? I really liked when you opened the show with All the Time once. Um, yeah, I mean, it was so ner nerve-wracking for me, especially the Grammys. That was nerve-wracking. Um, mm -hmm. But I'll definitely do it again. You know, performing is such a fun moment for me. I love to perform on stage. I always try to become different every time I'm performing. You can tell with London, I brought out a whole freaking disco ball right so we can talk about <laughs> we can have a whole podcast about that too <laughs> <laughs> um but you know yes i would definitely love to open or perform again and i'm currently rehearsing for a performance i don't want to reveal too much but i am and i can't wait mm -hmm. until you guys see it and yeah um i would love to open a show again hopefully mm -hmm. um all right next question is from um uh, oh my God, these names. Uh, this is from um, from Lewis in Florida. He asks, um, "Do you really want to go back on tour?" Oh yes, I. You know, I remember the cancellation of my last tour. It was mm -hmm. it was a sad moment. <laughs> Fun fact: I completely removed everything about that tour off my account. It's not there. I don't want to remember it. It's really a shame for the So Good era. That moment was really a shame, to be honest. And yes, I would love to go back to tour. Definitely. I miss tour so much. The Brie tour was such an experience for me. I love it so much. And I'll definitely go. Yeah, next year. I'm telling you guys, it's going to happen. So the, I mean, but these things happen. I mean, a lot yeah. of people need to understand that sometimes things don't always go with the way things want to go. Or yeah. You it's know, a lot of it's a lot of going on a lot of paths, like choosing your own adventure to where you go. And to be honest, these things really do happen. Um, yeah, of course. All right, we're going to take one more question from um, Leah in Santa Barbara. This is the last question. So um, she asks, are, um, uh, "What was your reaction to all your success and all the awards you've won?" Basically, I think they're asking, um, so you were, I basically think this question is saying, so you were um, very popular um, for a while. You were getting a lot of awards and such, and you had a lot of success. Do you think mm -hmm. you are going to keep that momentum of success? And what was your reaction to 
winning a lot of best new artist awards, winning a lot of music video awards, like a lot of stuff, getting a lot of appreciation. Has um, getting appreciation been a common thing in your life? Um, that's also a really great question. Um, you know, for all the success and accomplishments I've, you know, reached in my career, I will forever be grateful for all the love and all the support that I received from the award shows and my fans and my supporters and my family and my friends. It can go on. And, you know, I really don't know how to feel about it because, like, um, there's so many other people that I know that completely also deserve the same recognition that I got. And appreci- appreciation was definitely not a big thing in my life. And when this started to happen, sorry, my dog. <laughs> and when this started mm-hmm. to happen, um, it really got to me. And it, it really, you know, it made me confident because there's this one point in my life where I was also not confident in myself. Mm-hmm. I definitely had a lot of self-negativity and mm-hmm. and um it was not a good time in my life but once everything like this starts to happen I really started to be confident and I started to really appreciate things and be grateful for everything that has happened in my life mm-hmm. and in my career and honestly I have no words I mean all I can say is that I'm grateful I'm grateful for everything that's happened and yeah I think a lot of people um need to understand that a lot of other like us, like us performers and stuff. Like, of course, we can we can get in amazing outfits and perform the house down. But at the end of the day, we are all human. Of course, and, right? We're all one hundred percent flesh, blood, and bones. Like, yeah, guys. I think all people. I need to tell you, yeah, all I need to tell you is that. I mean, I've seen this a lot from many different artists, and all I need to tell you is that su- success won't come your way immediately. You definitely. No, it won't. You definitely have to, you have to prepare for it. You have exactly. To, you have to build it up. I did not get it like this. It just, you know, I wouldn't want to say this, but it takes time and you probably have to earn it. So, you know, and I did not expect this at all. I'm telling you, I, I really did not expect all the success coming my way. I'm so grateful for it, by the way, but, you know, mm-hmm. you got to earn it. So, and Working you got to work a lot for of, it. For, exactly. So, That's so true. Yeah. Sometimes climbing the mountain is the hardest thing to do. But when yeah, you get just, to the top, yeah, a, yes. the journey will never end. Of course. You're, it just begins, right? Yes. Okay, so to close this episode out, um, let's talk a little bit more about your patterns release. Um, making an album such as this with, like I said, this to Selena. Um, I said making a record with that's so fresh and current and combining so much... Uh, aspects of traditional pop and adding a little bit of your own flair to that. Mm-hmm. What was making, when did you really start working on this record? Um, I started working on this record last summer. Um, mm-hmm. It was a long um, experience and it was a really long process for me too, because 16 tracks, that's a lot, a lot of writing, a lot of producing. So it was a really long experience and, you know, it, it took time, definitely. And um, of course, like a lot of people also need to understand that um, original plans don't always translate to full release. Obviously, things get changed, swapped around, yes, put places, rewritten. Yeah, fun, sh- fun fact, Patterns was supposed to be released July this mm-hmm. summer. So, you know, things switch around. So, yeah, yeah, of course. It's just a big, that's a big part of our industry is that a lot of um, us plan a lot of things and yeah. have a lot of amazing things in the future. Okay. Um, so let's, I mean, um, you clearly are an amazing singer and songwriter. And so I can't, much, I can't, 
I can't see, I can't wait to see what um, the other people um, have, what you have planned for them. Um, where, can, um, where can um, people uh, find you on social media? Um, you can look for my YouTube on Chelsea Links. You can search up any of my songs and you'll, they'll pop up. And for my Instagram, Instagram IG, you can just search up Chelsea Links DG. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you so much for joining us Thank on this so episode. Much, it was it's been amazing. So I can't wait to see um, you in the future. And oh, hopefully... you too. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys for watching Gleam Radio. I'm your host, Phoebe Jones, and I am signing off for today.